Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Mitch Russo. Mitch, you're a legend, and I want to thank you so much for appearing on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Uh, you uh, are a serial entrepreneur for decades. Uh, you are the CEO of Mindful Guidance. Uh, you've done a lot of work with folks like Tony Robbins and Jet Holmes. Uh, great success stories there. And your um, new company that you've started, a SaaS product, is Client Folio, and it's found at clientfol.io. Mitch Russo, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh, for inviting me. I'm thrilled to be able to chat with you. It's been a while. You, for sure. All right. So, Mitch, um, in terms of like your background and, and you know, kind of your main work for someone that's um, you know maybe not seen what you do, uh, could you give us just a quick overview? Sure. Well, in essence, what I am is a coach. It's that mm -hmm. simple. I coach people on all aspects of business growth, on business transactions, on relationships, on managing the board, on doing everything that people do in business that requires a little bit of coaching, a little finesse, maybe a little bit of wisdom. And so my job is to come in and help people wherever I meet them where they're at and get them to the next level. That's what I do. And from that, I have some specialized programs like the books that I've written. I, I started out helping people transition to virtual companies when I wrote The Invisible Organization. And recently, I've been building certification programs based on the work I did with my first company, Time Slips Corporation, and now with my book, Power Tribes. Yeah. Tell me about the, tell me about the book, Power Tribes. Sure. So I, I originally, the first version came out in 2018, and it was really a summary sort of a blueprint of the work that I've done in the past, helping companies create what I call holistic tribes that mm. turn out to monetize extremely rapidly and very, very, very well. So those tribes uh, became the, the basically the cornerstone of the work that I've been doing, particularly for high-end clients. And ultimately, what I end up doing is I work with a client for as many as three years as we transition the tribe from apprentices to mm. mentors to leaders. And over that entire period, what we're doing is we're creating multiple streams of recurring revenue for the company as well. Yeah. So what, what is the actual activity? How does one do that? How do you activate your drive in that way? Sure. Well, one of the things that you do is you decide in advance what the business model is first. And so yeah. the, the work I do up front with folks is we design a business model around certification. And what we find is that certification touches just about every component of the way the company operates. And if you arrange things properly and you think things through in advance, you could affect in a very positive way all of what's going on inside of your company to be assisted by your certification partners. So that's step one. Yeah. And uh, step two. <laughs> sure. Well, you know, step two really is implementation. So once we design the business model at that point, the second part is creating the culture. And this is the missing piece for, I would say, almost every certification program I've ever worked with. If they don't have a culture, the end, the end result is entropy. Everything devolves 
into chaos. Uh, as strong as the company might be, as strong as the leadership might be, culture is what regulates how people feel being part of a community. And that's what we have. I perfected a way of building it rapidly using a set of guidelines and based on, in fact, the core fundamental why of the CEO. Mm. So again, the idea, so certification, um, so can you be a little bit more specific on that? I'm just, I'm just trying to wrap my brain around this, but it sounds like what we're talking about is, you know, you know, having some structure and a finish line. And then, you know, now you have become the legislative body that says, yes, you are certified with X, right? Right. So, so if we go back and say, well, what is certification? Well, everyone knows that they can be a certified coach if they have five or $7,000 to, to give to somebody else. Yeah. We'll then send them a, uh, uh, basically a body of work they have to study and then pass a test. And once they pass that test, Josh, they say, okay, you are certified. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine, but that has very little meaning. And the reason it has very little meaning is because it doesn't take into account how people will make money with mm-hmm. that certification. So what I do is we engineer in advance every possibility of how that certified coach or consultant will use that certification to make a a lot of money. And part of what we do is we use the company's leverage to assist in generating leads and clients for those certification partners. Hmm. Most companies don't do this. As a result, they may sell certification, have thousands of people who get certified, but very few who are really doing it. Yeah. Yeah. so for example, like, um, so with us, you know, we, um, you know, we, we, we really specialize in um, high level introductions for, you know, primarily B2B uh, sales for, mm-hmm. um, you know, for high level consultants. Um, right. I'm just trying to play this out in my head of like, how could we adapt this, this strategy? Well, you know, you, it starts with understanding what your intellectual property is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't have intellectual property, it's best that you don't pursue this model. Uh, yeah. There's other things you can do that are great, but this is not a model for those who don't have proprietary intellectual property. Right. But if you do. Oh, we do. <laughs> oh, good. And if it's evolving, even yes. better. Yes, so, yes. You know, yeah, because, I, you know, what's nice about it now with, you know, getting close to a hundred clients, like we're, we're constantly in the lab. Like how can we make a 1% improvement here? So we're constantly right. testing. And then it gives, you know, with a number of clients that we part, they are testing. So we're learning from them. And that's another part, right. Of like, yes. when you build this tribe, like now, like we're really in the lab together, pushing the boundaries of, you know, improving what we do. Exactly. Now let's couple that with technology. So let's say now we have uh, evolving intellectual property, but we have technology only available to our certified partners who then can utilize that technology to service their new clients. So what we're doing here is we're continuously educating our certified partners. We're giving them the tools they need to deliver a fantastic result. And we're creating leads and publicity for them so they could bring new clients to their practice. And if we do a good job, guess what? Next year, they will pay again to be certified and upgrade their certification. Yeah, 
Yep. I love it. This is brilliant. Okay. So this book, um, Mitch, um, I'm sure it's, it's, so it's on Amazon. What was the title again? Power Tribes. How Power certifi- Tribes. How Certification Can Explode Your Business. I love it. I love it. Okay, good. Um, and so Mitch, just in terms of coaching as a whole, like, so, you know, where we've um, evolved to say over the past five years, and especially in light of the past 12 months, um, where have you been seeing, um, you know, what, I guess what, what evolutions have you been seeing taking place in the world of coaching? Well, you know, anybody can pretty much say they're a coach. There, yeah. There's <clears throat> very little stopping you. I have a very simple test that I would apply to anybody who wants to be a coach. And that is if you have done something that your client has not, and you are an expert at that, then you can mm-hmm. help your client. It's that simple. Uh, but if you're a client looking for a coach, that's also the test. So I would say to somebody who offers their coaching services, what have you done? How have you done this before? Have you done 2X or 3X what I'm trying to do? And have you developed a process to get me there? And if they say, oh, well, we're yes, we're evolving that all the time. The answer is no, I really, they really haven't. And so we walk away from, we, we advise clients to walk away from situations like that. But what I've seen is a the best in the business, people at my level and above are constantly refining what they do and evolving their processes to become either more efficient or deliver a more higher impact service to the clients that they're working with. Yeah. All right. Your podcast uh, is uh, your first thousand clients. Uh, I, uh, if you go back, let's see, March 9th, 2018, you had a guest I know uh, pretty well. His name is Josh Elledge. Uh, so you can go back, uh, scroll back all the way to episode 78. Thank you mm. so much for having me on back then. Oh, that was fun. I really enjoyed that episode. And you know, that episode also got a lot of great reviews too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you talk about on your first thousand clients? Well, it's pretty straightforward. It's how did you get to be, how did you get to have a thousand clients? Mm. And, and the, the audience are entrepreneurs, business owners who love the stories that entrepreneurs tell. And the most important thing I find about being a podcaster is being able to enrich the lives of others by sharing that story. Mm. But the other part of my, excuse me, the other part of my strategy is that I use my podcast to line up conversations with ideal clients. Yes. And this is something that I teach as well. And I've evolved this strategy to the point now where my clients call it the machine. And, and the way it works very simply is that I, I design a show title that fits both my ideal client as guests and as listeners. Then we use LinkedIn and we restructure the profile, not to focus on, you know, what the years in college or the jobs you've had, but instead on how you work with people to evolve what they do into becoming a bigger, stronger, better business, which at the same time talks about the show. And when you then go on LinkedIn, instead of saying, hi, how are you? We both share some networks. What we do is we say, hey, I noticed that you have a lot of very relevant experience. You probably helped a lot of people. Would you like to share that message and be featured on my show? Mm. Most people will say yes. And when we interview them, we have a great time. We always have fun on the show. And at the end of the show, I ask a very simple question. I say, do you have a few minutes for me to share with you what it is that I do? 
And that's all it takes. Now I have a relationship, no like trust over the course of that hour. Now we're talking a little bit about what I do. Now, certainly not everybody says, yes, sign me up. Yeah, but, right. but I have a steady stream of clients that come from me doing exactly that. Yes. Yeah. So what you're doing is you're, I mean, you're leading with generosity and you're leading with noble intent, right? So rather than, I mean, this is what we do. <laughs> This is, so obviously, like we're uh, we're two peas in a pod right here on this one, Mitch, because it really is. Instead of just you know spending a lot of money for a big expensive advertising net, which is appropriate for some things, but generally doesn't. I don't think it works real well for high ticket sales. I would much rather invest in a relationship together, invest more resources into someone that I would love to work with. So sure. it's spending more time in the right time with fewer people. And this is exactly what I talked about on episode 78 about, you know, getting in the media. It's the yep. same thing. Yep. It's, you know, if you want to get media attention, it's really easy. Just invest resources in and be an amazing guest for that one media contact. Serve them, give it away, do everything you can to make their job amazing and, and easy. And guess what? You're going to get invited back over and over and over again. This is a pattern, Mitch, uh, that if you just treat people well and you take care of them and you, you you lead with that generosity, you get good things. You do. And the thing about it is that I never go about it from the perspective of, oh, I'm about to get a new client. Yeah. I, I, I never, I hardly even think about it. It's so mechanical right. in terms of the flow of the show. It's not mechanical at all is the incredible conversations like you and I had when you were on my show about how our, my guest has evolved their own practices to grow into a large, stable company. A lot of the listeners love this. Now, mm. I have another small, what I would call basically a technique that I use is that I craft every introduction individually for each of my guests. And the way I do that is I go back into their, into their history and I find the time that they were not successful. And I start with that. Yeah, because that's meeting listeners where they're at instead of saying, "Oh, here's here's Bob Jones, who's the president mm -hmm. of eight gigabyte companies, and after all, John, you know, he's a multi gazillionaire as well." No, yeah. uh, let's talk to Bob, who basically came out of um, you know drug addiction clinics when he was a kid, and then after you know three years in jail, he realized it was time to wake up. When we start with that, that's when we're catching people and going, "Wait a minute." That's pretty interesting. Yeah. And because that is the actual process that we all go through. And you don't have to have had a heroin addiction, but it it doesn't hurt. You know, if you did, it's and you're successful, it's it's great to tell that story. You don't want to do the interview where you're like, what's the secret of your success? Well, you know, just right time, right place, I guess. Got lucky. <laughs> Work hard. <laughs> Work wow, hard. Keep good your nose for to the you. Yeah, that's that's obviously not what neither one of us are doing for sure. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about uh, client folio because again, this is solving a problem that you had. Yeah, let's talk about entrepreneurs because I love I love the topic. So, what is an entrepreneur? You and I shared a little bit about this before the show started. So, I'm an entrepreneur. I can't help it. It's in my blood. So are you. And here's the thing that entrepreneurs love to do. Entrepreneurs love to solve problems and then present their solutions to the world. Well, you first have to have the problem. I had a problem. I was running four sessions a day, paid sessions for clients, and I was spending a half hour after each session doing the admin. 
So on my mm. screens, screens, I had windows open and popped open all over the place where I was taking care of my notes. I was doing spreadsheets for tracking goals. I was doing calendaring. I was doing the Zoom meeting. I was doing all of my statistics. Everything related to that client and our time together was spread across all these different programs and platforms. And then at the end of the session, what I had to do is collect all that data, put it into an email, send it with my quote unquote homework to that client. Next time I speak to that client, I got to go find the, all the things I wrote. Got to go find the email I sent or open up all those windows again. I was getting exhausted and I was using valuable daytime cognitive power to do low level admin work. Mm. That wasn't going to work for me. So I started out by looking for software to help me. I tried four or five different coaching performance or coaching management systems. Yeah. None of them worked for me. Some of them were ridiculously expensive, yeah. overly complex. And then I did what I do every time I have a successful company. I said to myself, there is no solution that I can find mm. for what I'm looking for. It's time that I create it myself. Yeah. So the website, um, again, it's clientfol.io, uh, clientfolio. Right. Right. And would you, would you mind explaining how this works? The pricing is great. It's, it's 20 bucks a month. Yeah, it's actually lower. It's $16.66 a month if you buy a year in advance. Yeah. And, uh, and it's only a dollar for a free trial, so for a 14-day trial. So here's how it works. Everything operates from one browser window. Everything. So from that window, I also can see all of my past sessions. From that window, I could see all of the goals over the months that I've been working with my client mm. and every single answer they ever gave me. I also built in a complete accountability system so that you can create accountability questions and stages for your clients before you even get them on the call. And then you could access all of those questions and record their answers while in session, including even creating new questions on the fly. Yeah. Everything is on one screen. So the top of the screen is your notes. The middle of the screen is your homework. And you could freely move between screens with a cursor click. Uh, you could set up a new calendar appointment just by clicking that button on the screen itself. Uh, and at the same time, you could access all of their stats and goals, accountability questions, previous session data, all from one screen. Josh, this mm. has been, went from 30 minutes to five minutes. That's why I built this system. To, for somebody who maybe doesn't even have that structure set up, like I see that, for example, you've got a simple wizard set up um, that might be able to help them. Because I wonder if there are coaches out there that are just like, I don't know, man, people just show up on a call. I share this genius out of my head, but maybe they're not, they don't have this, maybe they're missing the structure. Maybe they're missing like the notes and the accountability and that sort of thing. And, and as such, that's, that's just not a great user experience. No, you know, um, I have, I have, as you might guess, I have a lot of um, friends in interesting places. Uh, <laughs> so I was talking to uh, Chloe Madness, who formed the Tony Robbins coaching organization is a partnership uh -huh. with Tony. So I was talking to her on the phone a few weeks ago and she says, where have you been all my life? My, my, my coaches have been looking for this for, for over a decade. We've still not found anything. So, you know, I've been getting a lot of great feedback. I had another individual come to me and say, 
uh, hey, Mitch, I know you're just starting out, but would you be interested in selling half your company? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so I feel like I hit a nerve here. Uh, and the thing about it is that, you know, I'm this isn't my first rodeo in the software business, right. as, as you know. So one of the key elements of my success has been to constantly listen for feedback and integrate suggestions for improvements that truly enhance the experience of my users. And we have not slowed down. Last week, we introduced a whole new suite of coach management reports for multi-coach organizations because we have organizations now with several coaches all under the same system. And what that allows the coaching company owner to do is now mm. get summaries of who, who their clients are coaching, the hours that they spent, and the results that they're getting, all from client folio. That's why I built this system. Yeah. All right. So the website clientfol.io, uh, go, it's, you got a dollar for your first 14 days, go try it out. Um, but, it, you know, again, I think really importantly, Mitch, um, you know, I, I, you know, is, is start thinking about, you know, how you can develop better systems and processes to ensure that your clients are more successful and, uh, I'm excited about this from that perspective. I, I'm, I'll spend some time here because I Great. bet that there's a way that we could make our calls much more productive. And, you know, what I don't want to suffer from is the, uh, all right, so what did we talk about last month? Like, I don't want to be that coach. <laughs> well, and, and Josh, there's another very important point here. Um, when you send this new client report, which I call the homework report yeah. to your clients, it looks like it's been published in the magazine. It's perfect and it's beautiful. Well, what do you think that does to how your client feels yes. about you as a coach? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, I, I, if, if you wanted to, I could screen share and show it to you. But the bottom line is that when your client gets this, they're going, oh my goodness, this guy is serious about what mm-hmm. he does. He mm-hmm. really, he knows his stuff. Yeah. Very cool. All right. I'm going to dig into this, Mitch. This is fantastic. Client F, clientfolio, clientfol.io. Mitch, anything else that, that uh, folks should look for? I mean, I mean, you do so much, uh, you know, uh, any other websites, any other thing that they should take, take a look at, uh, anything else that you're excited about? Well, I, I do have a free gift for your clients if they're interested. Um, and so one of the things that we all keep trying to do is to get more attention in this world, to get more connections to potentially our ideal clients, et cetera. So I've been using three key strategies over the years. I'm using one of them right now, which is being a guest on people's shows. And so what I did is I wrote a fairly comprehensive guide on my three key strategies for getting new attention, new clients, and 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 uh, publicity. And if you go to profitstackingsecrets.com, you can get it for free. And all it really is, is to download. It's a PDF. Uh, share it if you like. It's freely available to anybody who wants it. But the most important thing I would tell you is that this isn't just your average free download that's going to die a death in your downloads folder. Uh, instead, this is my 20 plus years of wisdom when it comes to creating the types of systems and results that you want trying to get PR and attention. One of the key strategies is podcast guesting. And what I do is I share all of the forums, all of the intros, all of the components of what a podcaster wants to see when you apply. It's all for free. 
All right. I just opted in myself. That was at ProfitStackingSecrets.com. Mitch Russo, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.